I'm curious about other people. That's the essence of my acting. I'm interested in what it would be like to be you. A quote this week from my favourite actress, Meryl Streep. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organisations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Now today we've got a new series on customer centricity. Big topic. And in the spirit of personal growth, which is what this whole podcast is about. The purpose here is to provide you tips for you personally. What does it mean to walk your talk in relation to customer centricity? How do we look at this from a personal perspective? So I'm not going to talk about what large organizations should do to become more customer centric. I'm going to talk about what you personally can do. However, big the organization you work in and whatever industry you work in, what differentiates those people who are truly customer centric? And I tell you, I can spot them really quickly. As soon as you start talking to them, you can see them in ways that I'll show you in a minute from those who are not. So every one of us who work sit in the context of some sort of customer supplier relationship. So when I talk about customer, you're going to have to choose who that means for you. So if you do work in a larger organization, it might be your organization's end customer, the one who uses those products or services. Or it might be a middle person. So if you're in a pharmaceutical company, it might be the doctors. Or if you work in the public sector, it might be the politicians or the supermarket if you work in some sort of fast-moving consumer goods, or maybe you touch clients yourself, either in a small organization or if you work alone, or maybe it's another internal department who you really consider is the customer. So what I'm going to say in these episodes will work whoever you decide that customer is. And you know, the starting point that I have found is a deep and genuine curiosity about the life of your customer. That's the point of differentiation. What is their business, their people, their challenge? You know, for me personally, the best piece of my work has been that every year I get an opportunity to work in a new company because I have a new client and often in a new industry. Because when clients ask to work, they don't particularly concern themselves about the industry because the work that I do is about the people. So the thing that I do is I always take the time to learn, to find out, to go onto their site, to talk to the people there about what really matters. So in the course of my career, I can't even begin to describe, I have found out how airports work. I've spent hours 
going right through the biggest airport in the world, which is actually in Dubai. How the baggage works, this amazing system they have behind the scenes where all the suitcases are in these trays and they get taken along on these trolleys and then taken to all these different places because many people who live in Dubai or who land in Dubai actually go off and have a second flight. I've learned how airports work. I've learned what the difference between airside and landside, for example. I've learned how hotels work and how literally a hotel can take someone off the street and 24 hours later, they'll be dressed in their uniform and they will appear as this extraordinary housekeeper doing the best level of service imaginable, what it takes to do that. I've learned how you mine iron ore in the middle of Australia, 2,000 miles from the nearest city in this red, red earth with this bright blue sky and people who fly in and fly out, they call them fly in, fly out, where people come in for the week, work in this huge mine that is so big you can't even imagine it, and then go home again at the weekends. I've learned how consulting companies make their money, where they make their big profits, how they organize their people, how they have this engine of salespeople planning what the next piece of work they're going to pitch for and win with their various clients. Every client I work with is absolutely fascinating. And I think one of the reasons that people would say of me that I'm customer-centric is because I am genuinely curious. I am deeply curious about how the world works, and I'm deeply curious about how these clients' organizations work. Now, for me, what matters is I need to understand not only how the business works, but also the different roles in the organization, because it's the way that the roles interact with each other, which forms the culture, which forms the teams, which makes an organization work or not work. And I find that you can only really do that by really understanding it. So for me, it's become a quest. And my suggestion is that it becomes a quest for you. I do think that if someone is going to give me money, I owe it to them to deeply understand the context in which my service will be used. Now, my customers are organizations. Yours might be individual, but the same applies. I remember working with a whole lot of banking executives at one point, and we were discussing, I was proposing to them how amazing it would be if they could stand for sensible financial education, for people not borrowing more than what they really could afford to pay back. And then I realized as we were talking how difficult it must be for someone who is earning a seven-figure salary to have any comprehension of what it's like to be using one credit card to pay off another credit card and to get yourself into debt because you had to use your credit card to buy your groceries and then to have that ongoing interest every month and how hard it is to lose it again. And just what it takes to really be empathetic towards that when you are in a financial situation that is so difficult. So I think the ability to actually put yourself in someone else's shoes and really understand their business is at the heart, in a personal sense, of what it means to be customer-centric. I'm not, by the way, talking here about just reading market research reports. I don't think that does it. And I think that's one of the errors that I see many people do. 
they're in a large organization. They don't feel they have the time to necessarily personally connect with customers. And so they substitute by having their marketing people tell them what customers are thinking because of various pieces of research that they've done. Whereas the people I found who are really good at this go beyond that. There was a CEO of a supermarket chain, I remember, when I lived in Sydney. His name was Roger. I remember he used to be seen, he lived reasonably close to us, and on a Sunday morning, you would go into the Neutral Bay branch of this supermarket. Neutral Bay was where, where it was based. And Roger would be there in his brown cardigan, looking like any other shopper. And he would be studying which one of the brands was selling best. And he would go up to a customer and say, He'd see a customer touch one type of sugar and then go and buy another type of sugar. And he'd go up to them and say, excuse me, ma'am, what, what is it? You know, I, I work here. I'd be really interested to know what is it that you find about that sugar that tends to make you want it. And then, you know, well, the shopper will say, well, you know, it's because last time I had this package and the package broke all over my car on the way home. Now, that's the sort of information you never get unless you talk directly with people. And that was Roger's great gift, was he had this ability to really bring that voice of the customer into the then meta decisions that he was making as he designed supermarkets and helped the whole organization to grow. So my exercise here is become deeply curious and take far longer than you think you have or you need to and ask questions, strike up conversations, not just through the official channels, but beyond that. So when you're in aeroplanes or in a taxi or at social events, ask people for their experience or how they use your product or service. So I ask people about their employer or their boss or what they love about work what their best experiences were or how they feel they have to behave because my business is engagement and culture and leadership. But for you, it'll be different. So your task is to understand deeply that world. What are the rubs? What are the challenges? What are the difficult parts of it? So go and find real people. That's the first task. Second task is to find people who are really critical of your sector of your industry, of your profession, because they're really gold. They're the people who actually probably represent where public opinion is going in the next five years. I feel that many of the industries such as banking that have been suffering so much recently from a drop in reputation, if they'd been listening harder five or 10 years ago, all of those things were coming. All the voices that are coming through on the environment now have been there for a while. But if you really want to understand where your industry is going, embrace the people who are most cynical and most critical about it. Because when I work inside organizations, big or small, I find that we all get just obsessed with our product and how we see the world. And really being customer-centric, the first step is understanding the world as your customer sees it. The second step that we'll talk about next week is how you then fit your product into that. So let me go back again on the exercise. First one, take far longer 
than you think it takes to actually find individual people and ask them about how your product or service or how the, the type of product or service you have fits into their life. Secondly, find people who are your biggest critics and find even more about them. And then thirdly, just read everything you can. Biographies, magazines, stories about the in your industry. Where is it going? What are other people are doing? Just become deeply curious because that humility about wanting to understand the truth as somebody else sees it is the starting point for customer centricity. So next episode, we're going to look at how you then put your product or service into this world of the customer and see it through the eyes of the customer, which of course is very different from how we see it. Before then, you might have a think, you know, who in your organization would benefit from listening to this? Maybe you can share it with some other people, suggest they have a listen and then have a conversation about how can we find out more about our customers. I look forward to seeing you next week and thank you for joining me.